certified self-discovery life coach and full-time seeker of happiness, as well as the host of this podcast. I hope you're having a really good Monday. I am currently doing the same thing as I was last week, where I got up in the morning, made myself some coffee. I cleaned up a little bit because it's Monday. I'm starting some laundry and getting things in order and watering my plants currently. Well, like, you know, I'm I watered some of them and some of them are sitting in a bucket of water right now, soaking up, you know, some water. And so I have my cup of coffee here and I'm just sitting here with my morning groggy voice that I have not gotten rid of. So hopefully by the end of this episode, I'm really out of it. Uh, the raspiness of my voice, I don't know, but I'm sipping on a nourishing cup of coffee. So I hope you are either drinking a cup of coffee or tea with me. Maybe you're on your way to work, on your way to school. Maybe you're at work, wherever it is. Cheers. So to jump into just this past week's recap, if I'm being fully transparent and honest with myself, I had a really tough week mentally and emotionally, um, which was honestly bound to happen when change happens, you know, I'm the queen of not doing well with change. So I had a really tough week. It makes me feel proud of myself that I pushed through and I, I was able to still do the things that I needed to get done and, and everything, but it was still really extremely hard. And I had some really hard nights, um, just the loneliness and it's hard, it's hard being alone physically. And so sometimes like emotionally, it feels like I'm alone in a place where it's very lonely because it's off season, nothing is here, nothing's open. And so it, it gets hard, but I'm super thankful for the people that are placed in my life right now physically that have really been helping me that have also experienced the same exact thing. And so it's been really nice to have somebody to relate to, but still makes it really tough. So I'm actually going to see Jacob, not this coming weekend, but the next one. Um, I'm flying down to Virginia to go visit. We're going to stay in Virginia Beach in this little Airbnb and just spend the weekend together. I found like a really cheap flight. So, okay. I just had to like re-record the intro like three different times because Dallas and then just now my heater turned on. So if you just heard a ton of noise and also my humidifier is on right now, I'm so terribly sorry. I really need headphones, like really, really, really bad. Um, but that's for another day, okay? Everything is going okay. Anyways, I don't even remember where I left off. Yes, was struggling this past week, so I'm very thankful that I'm kind of over the valley, uh, through the valley maybe, um, because in order to heal from things and to work through things, you have to literally go through it you can't you can't ignore it you can't bypass it and so it's really really tough and I'm still working on how to properly cope with things because when I process through things I tend to use like I think my body reacts with anger which obviously goes back to my childhood and whatnot but that is something I'm having to basically like reparent myself in how to properly cope and so like you can't I think my my inner child wants to throw a tantrum anytime I get upset or something is like not in my control that I don't love necessarily. So still working on that. Obviously, I don't throw tantrums, but it's the bitterness that comes out and I just I want to blame something in somebody. And unfortunately, sadly, with love, Jacob sometimes gets the the short end of the stick, but I'm working through it. So anyways, this week was kind of rough, but 
I actually went to Boston this weekend with a friend. Um, I've gone out to Boston one other time, but this one was like a girl's night. It was really fun. Her husband's actually also out of town. So we were like, let's just go out. Let's get some drinks. Let's get some food. So in Boston, they have a Coast Guard base that we can actually park at um, and just walk. And so that was, it's so incredibly nice because it's just free. You don't have to worry about anything. There's bathrooms over there. So the drive there is just crazy. So we got there, we parked, and then we actually walked down the street to um, this restaurant called Wicked. And whenever we got there, we were like, hey, like, table for two and like the guy I don't I think he was trying to make a joke but it just didn't land because we were very confused about what he was talking about but he was like you're coming for dinner and we were like we kind of like looked at each other because we were like um I mean maybe but I mean more so just drinks he was like oh okay yeah let me see if I can find you a table and so we were already kind of confused and then he was like okay I've got a seat at the bar and the couple next to that seat is they're about to get up because they've been there for a while so if you guys want to hang out over there that seat's going to open up and you can sit there and so I was just like oh okay so for like 15 minutes we awkwardly stood at the bar with one chair because like I didn't want to sit and have her stand or like the awkwardness of just like one of us awkwardly standing there so we just like you know we ordered our bartender was so nice we got really really cute extravagant drinks um and then finally we got our seats we ended up ordering food and i went up to the hostess i i did and i was like hey we kind of changed our minds we actually are going to get some food like do you want us to go like should we get a table um, and she was like, oh, no, you can just stay at the bar. And I was like, are you sure? Because, I mean, like, it was a Saturday night. Like, who's ordering food at the bar? Like, it, it got packed. And so I was like, are you sure, like, you want us to stay at this bar? And she was like, yeah, yeah, there's menus up there. I was like, okay. So we ended up ordering food. But the guy who told us to wait at the bar did that to a couple of other people, to us. And so we were like, I, I told the hostess we were getting food, so, like, I hope he knows that and that, like, we're going to be here for a little bit because the club we were going to didn't even open until 10, and it was, like, 8, and so we were we were just going to hang out. And so that's what we did. We got, um, like, cheeseburger, egg rolls, and then just some fries because I was like, I need some food in my stomach. And they were actually so delicious. So it was it was nice. We just chatted and hung out and then we ordered some shots, which like I do not take shots. I mean, I do, but like I don't. And so but they obviously make them so sweet that like it doesn't taste like anything. So we got some of those and then we were just like hanging out, you know, having a good time. And then literally so it got pretty packed and our bartender was kind of like all over the place, which like we did not mind at all because we were like, OK, we finished our food. Like whenever she comes back, we'll just ask for the check. Like we're not in any rush or whatever. And so she came by and she was like, how are you ladies doing? I was like, oh, hey, yeah, we're good with the check. So like I gave her my card and then we were just talking. We were like, OK, like tonight everything works out for us. And that's like our motto. We always tell each other that, you know, the lucky girl syndrome. I've talked about it before. But like we literally say that to each other all the time. We remind each other that like if something happens to one of us, we're always like, it's okay. Like everything works out for you. Everything has a purpose. Everything has a reason. So we literally were just telling ourselves that we were like, tonight's going to be good because everything works out for us. Like 
we got into this bar and we we got a seat and now there's tons of people standing around waiting for one and like we came in perfect time didn't have to pay for parking it, it's all working out for us the bartender walks over with shots and she was like thank you girls y'all are so sweet i'm so sorry it took me forever like thank you for being patient and we were like oh my god not expecting it whatsoever and so we were like you did amazing like thank you like don't worry about it um so we got free shots literally right after we said everything works out for us and so we were like oh my god it worked it's real because like yes bartenders do that a lot you know they just kind of hand out free alcohol you know maybe for tips or whatever it may be but they don't do that to everybody, okay? So the fact that she even did it to us next to a ton of people around us that like had been there longer or shorter than us and like had come and gone, um, we were we were just like, okay, like it is gonna be a good night. So we went to a club later on where we just met this girl as we were in line and we just got talking to her and she was like, oh, do you wanna hang out with me and my friends? And we were like, yes, because that's way better than just us two doing our own thing. So we just like, we got a group of girls and it was like, it was really fun and we just had a really good time. And so then we we brought snacks, we brought Doritos and Cheez-Its and we left them in the car with our waters and we just kind of sat there. We ate and we talked and just like recapped of the night and then we went home. And then I got home about 3 a.m., took a shower, went to bed and then slept until like 11 the next day because I was so dead and tired. But I had like a relaxing self-care day. I think I left my house once and it was to take Dallas on a walk. Other than that, I like literally just chilled at home, worked on my puzzle. I cleaned a little bit, did some laundry, but overall it was just like a very chill day and that was exactly what I needed. So feeling good and refreshed for this Monday. And I had very nourishing food as well because I think on Sundays, especially I'm like, I just want ramen and I just want to do nothing. Granted, I did eat the rest of the Cheez-Its, but that's okay. I gave her the Doritos, so we each had a snack to take home. But overall, like I still had really good chicken and rice and veggies, and it was just nourishing my body because it needed it with tons of water. And so I feel really rejuvenated today and really good. So that was kind of a long recap, but you know, that was really my first like night out, girls' night, like just having a good time, just us two not having to worry about anything. So we're, we want to go back whenever Jacob and then her husband comes back because we were like, this would be so much fun if like they were here. So we don't have to worry about anything. We can just like hang out and like just truly not have to worry. So Jacob found this place in Boston that it's like an orchestra almost, but they, they play in a church. So it's like really beautiful with like thousands of lit candles around them. Like the lights are off. It's only the candles and they do tribute nights. Like they're doing a Beyonce night. I think they're doing a Coldplay night, like all types of music. They are doing a Taylor Swift night. When I saw that they were doing a Taylor Swift night and then when I saw the songs that they were doing, I actually got teary eyed because I'm seeing her in April and I love Taylor so freaking much. Like they're starting with Lavender Haze, Love Story, Cardigan, Enchanted, all too well. All too well, okay? Can you imagine that in an orchestra? 
And so I was like, oh my God, Jacob, we have to. And so we literally bought tickets for April to go to this. And I actually had a dream about Taylor last night because I was so excited about this. Um, I had a dream that we were going to see her and I like was bawling my eyes out, which I don't necessarily, I don't think I've ever cried at a concert, but I might cry for her because I don't know, but I'm so excited. So all that to say, um, we're all going to go out that night because I'm like, I'm already going to be in Boston. I'm going to be, I'm going to be busy from seven to eight, but you guys like go get dinner, whatever. And we'll meet up later in Boston. She was like, I love that. Let's do it. So a little in advance, but I'm like, I know I'm going to be in Boston. So you guys should go to Boston too. So all that to say with kind of like a week that felt really rough. I think it, it finished with a very big win and I honored everything that I was feeling and still stuck to everything that I needed to do and process through it. So I'm, I'm feeling really good. And I have my first call with my coach on Wednesday, which I'm so excited for. And somebody actually got me in touch with um, somebody who does Reiki around this area. And so I'm wanting to look into that. Like this new era, you know, is, is healing. It's truly healing and benefiting and getting better. And so that's exactly what I'm doing. So I'm excited to work with my coach and I'm excited to look into um, Reiki. I've done Reiki once before. One of my really good friends is actually Reiki certified. And it was like absolutely amazing because I had no idea what Reiki was. So I truly came in with no expectations and I truly saw and felt how it was working in my body and, and what she was doing. It was powerful. And so I'm excited to get into that. So this was a very long intro, but I I feel really good and I'm excited to get in today's episode. So with that said, I'm going to cheers one more time with my coffee and let's get into it. So as I was kind of pondering what I wanted to talk about in this episode, I realized that there's kind of a common theme in my life that I haven't really talked about, but it would be interesting to kind of dive deep into it and see how it kind of relates to your life and and ways that you can change your life to really embody what this is. So it's kind of this concept of the way you live attracts everything around you. The way your mindset is attracts everything around you, you know, from your friends to your experiences, to the jobs, to the people you run into on a daily basis. You attract that essentially. And I'm a firm believer in this because the way you walk into a room, you walk into a space really matters because when you wake up in the morning and you already have this mindset that today's going to suck, you're going to attract every experience and and thing that that confirms that, yeah, today's going to suck because you woke up and you decided that rather than waking up and saying, today is going to be a really nourishing day. Today's going to be really good. And then you already have that mindset when things happen. And even if things don't go as planned, you already have the mindset that, you know what, I'm not letting this affect me because it's still a good day and you attract good things that happen to you. So I want to dive deep into this. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Literally, I have to heat up my coffee like three different times in the morning because I drink it really slow because I don't want to get all jittery. Um, but I want it like piping hot. So I really need one of those mugs that like keeps the coffee warm, you know, but whatever. 30 seconds in the microwave is not going to kill me. I guess you could say that this kind of attraction and changing your mindset kind of goes along with manifesting the things around you because 
In order for you to manifest, in order for you to attract things, you have to already believe that it's there. You have to already believe that you have it. You have to already believe that you have the good friends, that you have a great job, that you have happiness and peace and love and abundance. You have to believe that it's already there for you to attract more of it. So like I said, waking up in the morning is like one of the easiest examples that you can do in saying like today is going to be a really good day today is going to be amazing today is going to be nourishing peaceful you know setting your intentions for the day and truly believing it not doing it because you have to fully embody and believe the words that you're putting into your brain into the universe you know so even you know if you're journaling it's so important to journal about everything that you're feeling but also ways that you want to feel, your intentions on how you want to feel, how you can get there. Because that is another form of manifesting. If your journal is just filled with things that are really hard in your life and it's so valid, so extremely valid, because trust me, mine is filled with that. But it's also filled with how I want to turn things around, what I want to attract in my life, how I want to look at this and what I want to learn from it. Because not only is it kind of proving to the universe, like I'm ready to level up, I'm ready for the next the next best thing for me. It's it's attracting that in my life, you know? Like how this past week, I just had a really, really rough week because it, it gets hard in the winter. You know, seasonal depression is so real. But then also living alone in a place where there's not much to do, it gets really mentally hard. So of course, I journaled about how hard it is and how frustrating everything is. But I also journaled how I'm coping with it and I'm journaling how I'm learning from this and how I'm growing into a better human being from this experience and everything is a lesson, you know. I'm acknowledging what I'm learning and what I can embody from this and I'm attracting just those things. I am attracting this this independence and I'm attracting I'm attracting abundance and and wealth and and good things coming into my life. So if I were to put how to attract the things that you want in three simple steps. I think the first step would definitely be set your intentions. What is it that you actually want? What is it that you want to accomplish? What is it that you actually want to attract? Is it is it like-minded friends? Is it the perfect job? Is it wealth, health, abundance? What exactly are you wanting to attract in your life? fortune, you know, set set your intention for that and maybe write it down, journal it, put it somewhere, put the pen on paper because that is going to solidify. Having it in your mind, yes, that's wonderful. Saying it out loud, yes, that is super powerful, but putting it on paper to where you can see it, maybe on a sticky note in the bathroom, at your desk, on your phone, you know, having like a little notes, changing your wallpaper to that intention, set it to where you do not forget about it. You are constantly thinking about it and so you can constantly embody it as you're evolving. You know, it always comes back to that. Another really big example is the lucky girl syndrome is everything works out for me. I'm believing it. I'm embodying it. And so I'm attracting the things that are working out for me. Even if it's not, even if you want to embody the lucky girl syndrome, because it, it definitely works for me. Whatever it is, just setting your intention on something and and put it, put it there, put pen on paper, put it as your wallpaper, somewhere that you will not forget about it. And then step number two would be to embody it, constantly think about it. Maybe just how that saying is like, everything works out for me. Constantly saying that I live with abundance. I I attract wealth. I attract good friends. 
putting it in a statement and just embedding it into your skull to where you do not forget it. It's there, you can see it with your eyes and now you are constantly reminding yourself about it and embodying it. Maybe asking yourself, what does it mean to live like blank? What does it mean to live like everything is working out for me? To not have to worry about anything because everything is working out for me. What does it mean for you personally and specifically to embody this statement, this intention? Figure that out for yourself because it's so different for everybody. You may have the same intentions, but totally different backgrounds, totally different purposes of why this intention was set for you. So really dive deep and and understand what it means to embody this saying, to embody these intentions. Because you one have to believe it mentally, but emotionally and spiritually, it has to be embodied into your into your body obviously. How are you fully going to believe it if your body rejects it? So you have to fully embody it, understand what does it mean to live like this? So now that you answered your own question, what does it mean to live like my intention? The third step is to live like it. The lucky girl syndrome. Everything works out for me. That's my intention. What does it mean to live like this intention is to not have to worry because everything is working out for me. Okay, now all I have to do is live like that. I don't have to worry about anything when I walk into a room, a store, my work, when I'm about to meet somebody new. Everything works out for me and I trust that everything works out for me and everything does work out for me. It's so easy once you let go, the universe and God and the world does the rest for you. And that's that is the name of the game. That's what they're trying to to tell you all your life is like, you don't have to worry about anything but yourself. Once you embody what you want to attract, they're going to do the rest. But you have to fully believe that it's happening for you in order for it to actually happen for you. Because they're, they're clever. They can see right through you, which is why it's so important to embody it. You can say, I love myself a million bajillion times, but it it's not going to change anything unless you go in and do the work, unless you fully embody that and, and understand what that means for you. Maybe you have to heal some things. The universe is not going to change the life around you until you change it internally. So setting your attention on what you want to attract, set your, change your mindset, change the way you talk to yourself, change the way you look at others, have more grace for other people, have more grace for yourself. And the universe will see that, will see that you're embodying that, see that you're ready for the next best thing and move forward in your life. And you will, you'll get that, that level up. You'll get that transition and changing how people are perceiving you and how you perceive others. It's so simple when you realize that you guys work together. You guys are on the same team. And it's so hard to remember that, especially when it gets rough. Like this past week, it was really hard for me to be like, I, I trust you. I trust that this is all happening in divine timing and it's happening for me because it sucks. You know, sitting in a room alone, 85% of your day, it gets hard and it, it gets lonely. And so it's hard to like be like, okay, universe, yeah, I understand what this is, ha- what's happening here. Because sometimes I'm like, what the hell? Like, why is this happening to me? Why me? Why is this life the way it's going? But I have to step back and remember that the universe is not doing these things to me. It's doing for me. Maybe if you're a believer in reincarnation, 
and you believe that you've come to this earth to learn something new from your past life, maybe that kind of explains some stuff or you believe in always evolving. You know, I believe that everything happens for a reason and that we are constantly evolving. The universe puts us through these things because we are evolving into better humans. So it's almost like tests. It's almost like a test from the universe universe saying, are you ready to level up? Once I embody everything in my life and I'm, I'm still trusting, then it's like, okay, yeah, you are. Here's the next best thing for you. It's all just, you guys are holding each other's hands basically. And it sometimes feels like they're not, but they are. They always are. They never let go. So those three steps, setting your intention, asking yourself what it looks like to embody this and doing just that. Those simple steps change the way you look at your life, change the way you look at others, and changes the way you look at yourself. It's so important, so incredibly important to embody what you believe because that's how you attract everything around you. That's how you attract peace within solitude. That's how you attract the friends that you've been waiting all your life for. That's how you attract the job opportunity that you've been waiting for. You have to believe that it's happening for you, not to you, and that it's coming in divine timing and that you already embody it and you already believe it. It's good stuff, man. It's really good stuff, which is why it's so powerful to journal because you were putting pen on paper and you're putting things out into the universe. When I journal, I don't know if this is weird or not, but I always envision like the universe kind of journaling with me, like they're kind of sitting next to me at the table listening and reading what I'm writing so that they can understand what's kind of going on in my head, what kind of perspective I've had on things and in ways that I'm learning and evolving so that they can get more context into how I truly am living my life. I don't know if that's weird or not, but it, it just, I feel that. I feel like that kind of energy when I journal as if somebody's sitting next to me, kind of like putting their hand on my shoulder being like, yeah, that's super valid. That's really valid. Thanks for sharing. I don't know. That's just, that's the way my brain works. Maybe it will work for you too. But essentially, that is kind of how everything runs our lives is how we visualize everything and how we internalize everything. So it's so important to set our intentions for things that we actually want to attract and not things that are going to self-sabotage, things that aren't beneficial for us and you know, changing our outlook on life. Everything is a lesson. Everything happens for a reason. So embody that. I'm going to leave it at that. I hope this episode brought you some inspiration and maybe some motivation to kind of look at your life and see how you want to attract new different things in your life. If you would like this episode, I highly encourage you to follow my Instagrams. My podcast Instagram is herspace.podcast and my personal Instagram is Corey.Rivera underscore. If you like this podcast, I invite you to leave a rating, leave some stars, and maybe send this to a friend or a family member that could really benefit from hearing stuff like this. If any of this speaks to you and you're kind of looking for more guidance, I've also opened spots in Her Space Live Coaching. If you're interested and want to learn more about that, feel free to DM me. We can talk about it. Or if it's a full body yes, I have a client application form on my personal Instagram link tree where you can fill that out and then I will be in touch with you. With all of that said, I hope you have a really good nourishing day. Take care of yourself. Do something for yourself today and we'll talk soon. Bye.